Hey everybody, Casey Canton here on the Phantom Podcast Network on DownrightCreepy.com. On today's show, we have Lynn Shea, uh, a legend in the horror industry, uh, but we're going to talk to her today about her new film, Abattoir, from Darren Lynn Bowsman. It's a haunted house film that'll be on VOD and in select theaters on December 9th. Now, before we jump into the interview, let's take a listen real quick to the trailer for Abattoir. Ten years before I took over the ownership, there was a nasty home invasion. A husband and wife killed. In your house? More specifically, in the hallway. And the hallway was gone. Half a dozen properties bought and sold over a 50-year span, each one purchased. After a tragic event occurred in the house. Who buys a house and cuts the entire crime scene out of it? I'll listen to closing papers. Jebediah Crone. The guy's a ghost collecting ghosts. I'm getting too close to this one. Are you willing to build this foundation? Jebediah Crone had been to hell and he brought back with him some of his secrets. You have no idea what this town has brought. Please tell me what he's building. Who would brave the hell for your loved ones? I would construct one for mine. All right, so that is the trailer for Abattoir in theaters and on VOD December 9th. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Lynn. Uh, we're going to get a little bit here about Abattoir. We're also going to hear about some of her personal paranormal experiences and some of the trouble they had surrounding the film to get this thing made. Uh, and then lastly, we're going to hear uh, a little bit about the next chapter of the Insidious franchise and what Lynn's character uh, will be doing in that follow-up for Insidious 4. So, without further ado, here is Lynn Shea. Good morning, Tim. Hey, Lynn, how are you? Tim Canton with Downright Creepy. I'm good. Hi. <laughs> now, thanks for taking the time to talk today. Um, I'll go ahead and jump right in since I know we have limited time. Uh, you've obviously had quite a film career at this point. You keep building on it, but you've got a new film out called Abattoir. Uh, that has an actual, like, pretty ominous meaning behind it. I wasn't sure quite what it meant, and I looked it up, and it was Slaughterhouse. But it's really a haunted house film at the core, and it's kind of got a huge twist with uh, what we see toward the end. But I'm obviously not going to give that up now. It kind of fall, falls into your wheelhouse, though, of this Insidious franchise with a haunted house. So this time around, though, you play a different character than what some audiences may know you from Insidious. Can you tell us a little bit about your character, Allie, without giving too much away? Sure. Um, she uh, is somewhat mysterious when you first meet her. Um, there's a big hook, which actually we discovered, uh, Darren and I discovered together during the course of the rewrites on the film. Because I read an original draft quite quite a bit before we actually got it shot. And uh, I don't know 
uh, how much you knew about this, but it, it sort of the film got started and stopped a couple times. A couple people died. I mean, I'm not laughing, but there were um, one of the producers died. It was all set up to shoot in New Orleans, and um, literally they were getting ready to send everybody, and the production was totally shot down. Huh. And so um, during the course of all of that, there there were more rewrites and. Um, I gave my two cents, uh, one thing I feel very happy about and somewhat more confident than I ever have is I'm a pretty good storyteller about my own characters as well as how they fit into the whole film. So um, there was some of, I felt the guts kind of taken out of Allie in one of the rewrites and Darren and I spoke and um, he put back, it was a certain kind of dialogue. She's kind of a poet in, in the way she talks in the film in the sense that she she has an overview of what's going on um, that none of the other characters really do that you meet. I mean, and she, so she, and she has a way of expressing herself that I thought was really beautiful. And um, I can't, again, there's a lot, she's the storyteller in the, in the, in the actual, in the whole of the story. So um, I can't give too much away of what she <laughs> yeah. reveals. But she becomes a very key element in um, in uh, Jessica's in the character that Jessica plays um, throughout the film, and is really the um, she's the secret teller, I guess is the way you might put it. So she's got a lot of secrets, and and um, very slowly they're revealed, and, and it's not so much fun when you find out what she's <laughs> yeah. revealing. But yeah, it gets um, pretty crazy. I, it, it was. And it was a wonderful character for me to play. I totally loved loved the character. So I was really glad we were able to reinstate the elements that I thought made her special and different. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell when we, we meet the character, uh, when you come on screen, that something's not quite right with her, but you can't really put your finger on it. Um, but it's, right. it's refreshing <laughs> to hear, though, you know, you had your input on your backstory and that it got put back in. Do you, do you think that's something that, is that something that you're, regularly able to do or is it something maybe you lean on because you've got experience and people trust you in terms of, of, of altering the character a little you mean yeah and able to put back in what you thought you know you kind of had the guts taken out you said you were able to add a well, lot of that back in well un, you know sort of um unexpectedly people ask my opinion <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, that's good and, you know for an actor well, there's an element, of, you know, of an actor of being, you're there to please the script and the writer and the director. I mean, you're there for, you have a purpose of interpretation. And I think that, you know, sometimes you come up against, obviously, um, you know, writers and directors who are very dogmatic about what they want and the way they want to present it. And, you know, you still are basically a hired gun in a certain respect. And um, sure. what's, what's very refreshing and exciting for me is people really respect, uh, I, I, you know, again, gratefully from the work I've been able to do and um, from my longevity and my career, they respect my opinion. So it's taken more seriously than maybe it used to be. You know, I wouldn't have even offered it up probably 20 years ago. You know, I mean, I, you know, you come in, you got lines to learn. Again, it's also different in film than television. Television, forget about it. The, day, the writers do their thing. You are hired to say their word. Don't get one wrong. And I mean that. I mean, I've had that experience where a script supervisor runs over and said it was and, not the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard so, that. I've heard, those, I've heard those kind of stories before. <laughs> 
but, but just to answer your question, um, uh, people are asking me more. Actually, there's two scripts that I'm reading right now that I think need the story revised a bit, and I'm having the courage and, the, and have the respect to offer my opinion and be really heard. So it's exciting. I feel like I'm entering kind of a new portion of my own creativity in terms of really being able to offer up um, the, the storytelling elements that make the film stronger. Well, that's, yeah, that's awesome to hear. Um, so how much of this, I know some of the scenes you're in, uh, like I said, I want to not give too much away here, but how much of the haunted house scenes that we see were actually real physical sets versus how many of those were created with CGI? Cause there's clearly a blending there, but I wasn't sure what you, you as actors had to work with, uh, for physical sets. Cause it was really some amazing visuals too and creepy. It's just in, in Avatar, you mean, yes? Yeah, I, you know, I'm yeah. having trouble, you're breaking up a little, so... Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, uh, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of, there was a lot of uh, CGI, I'm quite certain, with the spirits, you know, that that um, appear in the film, and there's certain, I mean, there, there's certain elements that had to be uh, impractical rather than practical. <laughs> sure. The impracticability that made the practical. But um, most of the... Some, you know, those kinds of effects, uh, there's really no way to keep them practical. There's there's some, uh, it's interesting to go back to Insidious for a moment. There was uh, the very first one. Um, they had a, they were doing this whole special effect thing on the further, and James Wan finally said, it's scarier just to take the lantern and walk through the dark. Yeah. That's something people can, everybody can relate to. You know, going in your house and you got it, there's nothing, it's pitch black, you can't see anything. And if you're, if you're at all fearful of, of the dark, you know, that's, that's a, that'll make you scarier than any CGI effect, you know, I yeah, think. absolutely. In this, kind, in this kind of a situation, I think Darren really had to use um, the elements that he used to create the fear he wanted in the film. Yeah. It's interesting that you've worked with Darren and James now from Saw franchise, and now you've both worked with them right. on this haunted house subgenre, so that's kind of an interesting <laughs> circle that you've got. I'm sure you've had this question yeah. a lot with uh, some of your more recent films, but have you ever experienced uh, uh, personally any paranormal activity or something like that in your lifetime? Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, but you don't really, it, it's interesting. I never label it as such particularly, and I'm not, I have very little fear. I, I realize things I'm afraid of don't have to do with, uh, with the supernatural at all. Yeah. I, I feel very kind of comfortable with hello up there, I'm glad we're all here. <laughs> you know, I feel like I, I make a certain kind of peace with, with really, with, you know, with the spirit world. It's what, we know very little about, so there's so much we know so little about, so I assume everything is real unless somebody can prove it isn't, you know, so. Um, but in general, uh, there are, there's stuff, actually there was stuff that happened um, right before we shot Insidious that was kind of odd. And um, it's the first time ever I actually had my house cleansed <laughs> because I wanted to make sure that I was starting the movie, um, you know, um, you know, kind of with a clean slate, so to speak. But um, in terms of abattoir, um, you know, I mean that, that what that dealt with a different kind of supernatural, really. I sure. think, but um, I think the spirit world is is definitely if you want to break everything down just to energy, you know, that energy cannot be destroyed. We know that from simple physics, you know, so. You figure everything has has an energy to it, and even when something dies, I mean, there's some there's something that goes back into the universe, you know, without 
sounding too scientific, or which I, I, I know nothing about science, to be honest. But um, so I think, yes, I honestly feel, you know, it's like you walk into a room sometimes and something doesn't feel right. That's that's a real feeling. I mean, that's that's something real. I, I don't believe that, um, uh, you know, I, I think that comes from the outside. And if you're tuned in, I, I think I'm an empath in a way. I am a very, I am very sensitive to what's around me, gratefully. And um, I, I like to believe that's part of what makes me a good actress. Is I'm, I'm, I, I take in what's around me totally. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm narcissistic in certain ways, but in other ways, I'm, I'm very much an open, open arm. So, I think it's a good attitude um, to have. I, I know we're running out of time. Um, sorry, I'll, yeah, I was saying, quickly, last question, please. Yeah, and I just had one last question maybe to follow up on some of your upcoming projects, and I know we're short on time, so you can just give me a short answer on those, but do you have anything you can tell us about Insidious Chapter 4 or uh, Reanimator Evolution? I think one's in post and one's in pre, maybe? Um, Insidious 4, we just finished it end of September. Um, it, I think without diminishing any of the other scripts, I think this is the strongest of the, of the stories being told. Nice. Um, it's, it's all about Elise, which was thrilling to me. I mean, I had no idea that Elise was going to be of interest to so many people, to yeah. be honest. And um, I'm very grateful for that. Um, so I, I don't want to say too much, but it is taking Elise back to her early roots and um, which, what she finds there and how it reveals things about she becomes as a as a young woman as well. Yeah, that's great. Um, I love that character. There's a wonderful film that's still on DOD format, I think, called Jack Goes Home. Um, that was directed by Thomas Decker, starring Rory Culkin and myself, and it's a fantastic film that I hope everyone will watch. Um, I play a very different kind of character, an upscale mother who's a concert violinist. And um, it's about big secrets in this family. It's a very powerful performance from Rory also. And um, and I think for me too. So <laughs> if I do say so myself, it's got well, wonderful reviews and notices. And, we'll, um, definitely, we'll definitely... And everything else, who knows? Yeah, well, we'll definitely look forward to that, and I wanted to make sure that everyone knows Abattoir is in theaters and on VOD December 9th. But, Lynn, thanks so much for speaking with me today. Uh, It was a real pleasure, and continue success with you you and the film. All right, take care. Everybody go see Abattoir. It's really, it's a fantastic journey. Yeah, it's great visuals, too. So, all right, thanks again for your time. Okay, thank you, too. Bye-bye. All right, and thanks again to Lynn Shea for taking the time out to do an interview here on the Phantom Podcast Network. Everybody check out Darren Lynn Bowsman's Abattoir in theaters and on VOD December 9th. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud to hear all of our podcast shows, and check Downright Creepy for news and reviews. See you later. Phantom.